Hey, what's up, guys? It's me, Edison Yerena, back again with another podcast. I gotta make up for the ones I didn't do while I was on vacation. So here I am. My voice sounds like shit. Why? Because I got a cat and I have a sore throat every day now. Um, I'm allergic, I guess. I never thought I would be a big fan about of cats, you know. I'm too busy to have an animal, to be honest. Um, but damn, the cat is cute. He cries. He's like, he's like a baby, really, you know. Well, just without having to change the diaper, without having to take him for a walk, without having to feed him, like, you know, it's like a dog is way more work. I I was was a dog lover. Never thought I would look like. I never thought I would love a cat. Like, I love my cat. Even though I'm allergic to his ass. But a dog is a lot of fucking work, man. Having to take him in the morning, evening, nights. You gotta take a shit, you know? It's crazy. It's, it's so much work. It's more work than I, than I need right now, you know? So I got my daughter a cat. He was so cute. Big old eyes. Little big old head but little baby body and uh he's just cute he just wants some love it feels weird having a cat because he you know some of these animals feel like they have a human spirit almost some of them like they have like their own personality and when i see the cat it just reminds me of like like somebody in my family like one of my family members it's I don't want to sound crazy, but but that's like gone or like sad. You know, he's just he's just trying to be around us all the time. Uh, like when I look in his eyes, he's just like, hey, like, what can I do now? I'm in his body. <laughs> I wonder why, like in in Egypt, like they put cats. And isn't it weird that cats have those eyes, like, like with the snake, like, line in the middle? But anyway, it feels like I know my cat for a long time. And he's just a baby, just, and his little body, you know? Just, just, just trying to survive. He's cute, um. But yeah, um, I remember when I was little, I had some, we had some like street dogs, you know, we would fight him, we would keep him in the house. And this one cat, it was a girl, and it would sneak out and it would come back to eat. <coughs> and I guess she was out there being a little thotty thought and came back pregnant, you know, and had all these little puppies. And um, one of them was born dead. And I remember my mom. She was ballsy. I was like, Mom, like I, I was scared. I was a kid. I was like, there's a like a dead one, a dead dog, and I just felt horrible. I said, Yeah, it's fine. I'll get it. And she like cleaned them up and like put them away. I think we buried him in the lawn. Um, but she wasn't. She didn't hesitate to get her hands dirty, you know? 
She's from El Salvador, so I'm sure they're used to like stuff like that. And that's how distant we are from our shit. Like when I see a chicken, I don't like an actual chicken with feathers and all that. I don't see food. You know what I mean? That's how disconnected I am, or we are from our from our like light. Like if something was to happen, right? If all the, we were on the grid, like like if. If all the power went out, everything shut down, cell phones, everything, stores, you know, never like everybody's broke into the stores, took all the food, and now it's our our chance to survive. There's a, there's like like I don't know how many millions of people in LA. I don't know how the fuck we would survive. Just jacking each other, like their food. Okay, and when that's over, and everyone's dead from, from stealing food and stealing resources then what the fuck are we gonna do we don't know how to fucking survive we really don't we have no skills out there you know you can't bust a drive-by on a on a on a bear on some deer to eat you know we wouldn't even know how to clean them up and open them up and eat you know like how to do that shit or preserve the meat <clears throat> we don't know how long can we go how long before we need gas you know and these are like the Hollywood Hills there's no fucking like real wildlife I seen a deer one time on Hollywood after my brother passed away I was like what the fuck he came down and like was eating somewhere right off the freeway and I was like that's weird. I've never seen this shit. And I've been noticing more and more coyotes over here in the San Fernando Valley, like, uh, like so, like uh, North Hollywood and Silmar. <clears throat> Even on Ventura, I see like big ass fucking coyotes. Almost, I thought for a second, I was like, "Damn, is that a fucking dog, or is that a, or is that a kangaroo walking on his?" fours like they're fucking big as fuck anyway what would be the number one thing to go first electricity right what are we gonna do without the internet it'll be like if if something was to happen and you could upload it and stream and all that then you'll be good like you'll probably get a billion views but since nobody can charge your shit no wi-fi is gonna be working like the fuck are we gonna do man we're living a different time no survival skills i kind of want to get a land like get some get a loan go up in the mountains and purchase like a big like plot of land with a crappy little house in there doesn't have to be crappy, but, you know, just, like, to have some land, build a gate, and then build, like, a functioning, like, I could build, I could, I, like, a functioning, like, um, garden, right? You know, I could get tomatoes, lettuce, some vegetables, cucumber, whatever's easiest. Potatoes is probably the easiest to grow and the most delicious. You can make anything out of potatoes. And I didn't know that, uh, 
I was dating some girl from Nebraska or Idaho. From Nebraska or Idaho. Anyway, um, man, she will fucking make these potatoes. Anything potato. And she told me one time, she's like, you ever seen Forrest Gump? Where Bubba's like, he starts talking about all this shit he could do with the shrimp. Like gumbo shrimp, barbecue shrimp, all that shit. She's like, that's how I am with potatoes. And she was fucking right. And the motherfuckers were del- Anything potato was different, new, all the time, and delicious. But yeah, I think um, I would like to do that. Like that, that would be something I would like to do. Or get a piece of land in another state and do the same thing, you know. Um, because who knows? You know, we don't know what's gonna happen next. Only thing you gotta, you know, maybe get some chickens. Maybe get some pork, uh, some pigs. I mean, I think chickens would probably be the best because you know you can grow about a dozen of them in no time and just eat eggs and grow, you know, just feed them rice, feed them corn, feed them whatever the hell you need to, just have them out there in the grass, you just gotta make sure you fucking cage them up good, I seen this new uh, cage for, for, for chickens where it's like, almost like in a ball, but it's like a metal ball where they could like put their feet on and pick up the floor and not get eaten by an animal and not run away and fucking never come back. I'm just scared some kid's gonna fucking jump the gate and run over and kick the shit out of one. Like a soccer ball. Kapah! You know? Kapah! Anyway, um, you know what I was thinking about the other day? I was sitting on my sofa watching Friends. And then I realized, damn, this was one of the first shows that really broke ground like on talking about same-sex marriage talking about sex in general making it very comfortable and very fun and very like normal and same-sex marriage adoption swingers remember Phoebe's Phoebe's mom was like a the one that owned that beach. She's like, me and your dad, we were like a couple with some other girl. You know, and then when I was got pregnant, I was like, what the, f-? like, I, I didn't even remember watching that when, when I was a kid, but they said it's so normal. It's like, and then Phoebe marries some gay dude, but he's not really gay, but she's doing him a favor. And Ross's wife ends up being a lesbian. And then she gets married with another girl. <clears throat> and, then, and then they're all just having sex. Like, you know, who's going to use a condom? Who's not, you know? I mean, it was a good-ass fucking show, to be honest. I, I love that show. I remember I didn't have cable for about three years. And I had season one through seven. I watched, I think, season three, maybe for about three years straight. It's funny when you don't have cable, you only have Netflix because you want to save money, like me, or, you know, I've done it before. You, if you only have Netflix and 
shit on the internet like YouTube and you have no cable it feels like you don't know what's going on in the world like very disconnected from the world you know I'd rather pay for that peace of mind to feel like I don't know it feels weird it feels like you just so so distant from everybody one way is cool but uh, you know another thing like the same time you kind of case you want to watch the news in case you want to know what's going on you can always like check the channel and, and be back you know to reality am I the only one that feels I can't be the only one that feels like that I remember one time there was no I didn't have any um, any cable I didn't have no Netflix nothing I, I didn't even have internet I stole the internet from my neighbors and there was a show like VH1 or something had a couple series you could watch for free and one of them I think was like celebrities being magicians and and therapy like the rehab, celebrity rehab or something like that and then that just made me feel even more like shit just scratching like scrapping like watching like the, the bottom of the bottom free shows, free shit and, and now it's like there's so many it's Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, ESPN, Paramount, HBO Max or whatever. It's just like so many coming out where it was like, okay, Netflix came out. I was like, cool, we all got that, you know. And then Netflix will have movies, shows. <clears throat> then you'll go to the cable and the exact same fucking movies that Netflix has on on TV just playing at a different time and I'm like what the fuck not all of them but most of them most of the big ones then now it's just like too many like okay I'm getting fucking sidetracked I can't it's coming out it was supposed to be cheaper than cable now it's coming out more expensive and you can only do so many free trials with Apple TV and shit you know and um I don't know what do you guys think they say that they're saying that Netflix movies shouldn't be able to run in the Oscars or something like that and I thought that was stupid Man, they work just as hard. Some of the fucking movies are way better than some of the movies on Netflix. Some of the movies on Netflix are way better than some of the movies in the theater. Let's be honest. That fucking movie with Jason Stratton or whatever. The where he's like a he's like trying to do right from everybody so that he goes and kills like bankers or some shit. This shit is so stupid, man. Like, this ain't the fucking... This ain't 1991, man. Like, these movies aren't... Like, who watches this shit anymore? You know? Like, Fast and the Furious was cool 30 years ago. But, like, come on, man. Like, these big missions are... <clears throat> they're not that great anymore. Or come up with a little something different, you know what I mean? Fast Five was probably my favorite when they're in Brazil. When they jump off that car. The train scene. That shit was hard. But besides that, it's like, 
you know. I remember I, I used to even sell movies, you know. I used to be hustling the street. And one time, somebody was like, hey, hey, there's no new Fast and the Furious coming out, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like part eight, I think, was coming out or some shit, or part nine. And I was like, yeah, they're going to come out. Uh, and this new one, they're, they're going to the moon, though. He's like, oh, shit. He's like, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I guess, you know. And I was like, I, I'm just joking. He's like, damn, bro, I kind of fucking believed it. Because I think the last, the one before that, they were, like, in the snow or some shit. Driving a tank and, like, just, like, man, you know, take it back to basics. Like, no, obviously, they don't want to lose their money. They don't want to lose, like, their jobs, you know. Like, I get it, you know. But, man, sooner or later, you know. Got it. I mean, it's one of the biggest franchises ever. I never thought it was going to be that big. Is Star Wars the first, the biggest franchise? Star Wars? I know Star Wars has to be probably not the top one, the top three. And Rocky, probably. Um, Mission Impossible. Tom Cruise is the shit. I don't care what anybody says. Um, amazing actor. He was so good, and he's so good in every movie. The only movie he really got outshined, I think, was Jerry Maguire with Cuba Gooding Jr., man. He acts his ass off in that fucking movie. Cuba, like, Cuba Gooding Jr. could play that role forever. It was so good. He was so on point, man. His, the way he talked, the way he moved, the way he laughed, the way he looked around, the way, you know, the way he cried. Remember when he's like thanking everybody? He's like, oh, I'm forgetting somebody. I'm forget-. He's like, my agent, Jerry Maguire. What does he call him? His Quan or some shit? Man. He said, You're my emperor. What did he say? Fuck. You are my ambassador of Quan or some shit. I don't remember. But fuck, man. He acts his ass off. What a great fucking movie. And when he dances, you remember when he gets injured and he wakes back up? He's like, hold on, wait, 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 wait. And then he's like, let me enjoy this. And he starts fucking... Fucking movie was amazing. That's the only movie where I was like, man, Tom Cruise is a good actor, but Cuba Gooding Jr. is just fucking beat him right now. And then he goes off to make some other whack-ass movies. But still, he was like, he killed it right there. That's probably the... the he's at, he was at the top of his game right there. Like, There's nowhere else to go. And you know who else acted fucking good in that movie? Not only the little kid, he acted his ass off, of course. And not only the mom, but the sister, the one that comes out in Jumanji. She fucking act. She acted so good in that movie that I didn't even pay attention the first few times I saw the movie because it was so. She was acting so natural, so good. I was, and when I watched it this last time, I was like, damn, this lady can fucking play that role. She acts so good. Isn't, isn't Tom Cruise like 50 or past his 50s, 55 or something like that? And people are like, oh, he's, he's doing like, he's like drinking blood and doing this and that. And I'm 
like, man, well, he, first off, he works his ass off for sure. He doesn't do normal shit like we do. Motherfucker's jumping off of planes, jumping off buildings, like that adrenaline that, you know, there were, he uses a sauna for like hours, you know, like he does shit that normal people his age do not, even fucking younger than, than that, don't do. So yeah, he's he's almost superhuman because he's kept he's kept his body up. He's been doing this shit forever. Like he doesn't fucking stop. Just because he has money doesn't mean he's gonna sit back and like sit on the sofa. You know what I mean? He's not gonna be sitting on the couch. This motherfucker just loves to do stunts and like live on the edge. And maybe that's what keeps him young fucking flexible, man, because, like, I, I was trying to work out the other day, my fucking knee snapped, I'm like, damn, I gotta start stretching, man, but, um, yeah, Jerry Maguire was such a good movie, Cuba Gooding Jr. was the shit in that movie, now I see, like, when I was younger, I didn't understand how some people could get into a character, and, and it was hard for them to get out of that character. And now I give these these actors props more. Like I, I understand more. Like when they get into a character, and then they can't mentally get out of it. Like like Heath Ledger, you know, like diving into this character and and be and letting it be. Like, just taking over you and, and hard to get out of it, you know? Imagine how hard that is to play a character and everyone treats you like that. And you do, you know, you, you, you just, like Hannibal Lecter, he said it took him years in therapy to get out of that role. Imagine how scary that is. Like, you sacrifice your brain, your mental health, your body. Like Kristen Bell, like you sacrifice your life, like time, like years of your life for this one role, for the like I, for this one like the scene in this movie, because that's your passion to 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 become this character, play it the best way you can because you love it. Even if it kills you, even if it if it gives you fucking mental issues, like even if you need therapy years after, like that's I understand now. Before I'd be like, man, they're getting fucking millions of dollars. What do they care? A lot of them don't even care about the money. They care more about the the acting, the, the passion. You know, like they have this passion for acting that. They're sacrificing their, their their health, mental and physical. And uh, that's just crazy. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they can, you know, yeah, lo- not lose their shit forever. You know? One of my favorite movies is probably Prisoners with Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman. And Jake Gyllenhaal plays that detective role so fucking good with his fucking ring with his tattoos with his with his tick where he blinks his eyes when he's trying to figure shit out 
you know, just the way he dresses, the way he's like, he won't give up. He can't give up because, you know, he's just that good of a detective where it bugs him to not figure it out, figure out what's going on, figure out, you know, what, what happened with the girls that are missing. And then Hugh Jackman acts his ass off, you know, as the, the dad trying to get answers and not giving up. And then, um, what's his name? Um, oh, my God, the dude from uh, Hustle & Flow? Howard? Can't remember his fucking name. But there's a scene where, where Hugh Jackman brings in... Um, Brings in Terrence Howard. Is it Terrence Howard? I think it is Terrence Howard. Where Hugh Jackman brings in Terrence Howard and he's like, he shows him how he has a kid tied up, the one that's like special. But they're all good actors in this fucking movie, man. There's no bad actor. And then the fucking Terrence Howard starts, gets shocked and he's like, what did you do? Or whatever. And he starts like, almost like tearing up and he's kind of like the pussy dad you know who's just fucking good acting man and then you see him in hustling and flow and he's just like damn this is that same motherfucker from that movie <laughs> he's so fucking good in hustling and flow man I remember when I first watched that movie just like the music Everybody getting involved with the music at one time, like feeling the beat, getting that flow right, and like it just felt so real. The Dan, that was a good movie. I I showed it to my son, and even he, you know, he's kind of picky on movies. He thought it was one of the best movies. This is so good, man. He he played that role so good. It's probably one of my favorite movies, too. I gotta get it on... You see, it's not, I can't even buy it on Blu-ray because there's no point. Like, I gotta buy it on my phone. But then I can't keep the physical CD or the DVD or Blu-ray or whatever. It kind of sucks. I miss that, man. I miss buying the DVD and having it. And, like, it's almost like... It was almost like a... Like... People will come over your house and see your DVD collection. Oh, shit, you got that movie? That's a good movie. Let's watch it. Remember that time when, like, you would actually put on a movie? Not on Netflix. <laughs> but it was like a, and it was almost like a poster at your house. Oh, shit, I seen that. I seen that movie. It was like that, you know? And then it was, it was more personal. It, because you put it on, there wasn't, like, a thousand other movies like Netflix. It wasn't a thousand different selections. It was just this one movie you're going to watch. And then you see the previews on that shit. That's one thing I do miss about a DVD was... Remember you could go to the menu and you could select a scene. You don't have to forward the whole fucking thing. You could just... Oh, here. Bam. Here it is. Cut to the middle. Cut to the chase. ASAP. Two buttons. 
you know that's one thing Netflix doesn't have right now is breaking up the scene But let's be honest, though. Netflix is normalizing uh, watching movies at home, and it already has. And even me, like, I was a big theater fan. Like, I love going to the theater. I even made a podcast about how I, used to, I miss going to the theater as a kid and, like, getting the popcorn and smelling the popcorn. And it was the only time my dad ever spent money was when we went to the theater. He didn't give a fuck how much it cost. We had a soda. We had candy. We had popcorn you know we had a movie like this big screen the lights turned off and it's like time to enjoy the previews because back then we didn't have cell phones so the previews were the shit and then you were excited for another six months to see when that fucking movie came out but Netflix is for sure just normalizing not going to the theater anymore at least for me is making it like, I can't even picture... I Maybe because there's no big selection of movies to go see in the theater also, right? I mean, if no one's spending money, they're not going to make new movies for the theater. But Netflix is normalizing, or did normalize, like, just watching a movie at the house when it's in release. When it's released, you know? Like, the, our kids are going to grow up and be like, Oh, it's a movie night? Yeah, like, we're going to eat at the house. We're just going to watch this at the house. And, you know, that's that's normal. That's going to be normal now. And then they tried so much with theaters to make them 4D and the seats move and just even spray air or water, you know. Like, like uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids in Universal Studios when the dog comes up to you. There's Okay, so Universal Studios... They had this big theater, and you could watch Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Or, uh, yeah, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, right? And then they'll shrink the audience. This, 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 this dog will come and sniff you and then sneeze on you. And, like, water will shoot in your face, and the seats will move. And and then rats will run through, through your feet. Like a million ra- rats, but it was, like, air being pushed out, you know? just like puffing like air but it felt real everybody picked their legs up i thought that was the future of theaters i was like man this is dope and now it's not it's like even watching a movie on imax doesn't feel the same as how it used to feel it just feels like a bigger more clear skin but uh bigger more clear uh screen not how would think it, it should feel not not how a theater, a theater feel used to not how a theater used to feel it's just gone that magic is gone the best was when you the best thing now of going to the theater is getting like the memorabilia like memorabilia like cups like the Spider-Man cup with the popcorn, you know, the popcorn head of a Spider-Man or a Stormtrooper or or a Power Ranger head, whatever the fucking movie might be, a Ninja Turtle cup, you know, 
that is still badass to me. And there's nothing to me like movie theater memorabilia. Like I said, I, I in my first podcast, I think, I was talking about how I bought the original Batman. <clears throat> Not the original Batman with uh, Michael... Michael Reese, I can't remember his fucking name. I'm talking about the Batman with Mr. Freeze with Arnold Schwarzenegger and George Clooney and Val Kilmer, like those, the Riddler, like those cups. I got the glass cups, Two Face. You know, fucking beautiful memory. These cups are beautiful to me, man. The big cups, the big gulp cups with the with the face all over them, or the glass, like the the. You know, those to me were the shit, man. Those to me were the shit. That time, I'm gonna say it again, was just like a good time to to be a kid to go to the movies. To get that, you know, ask my dad to please get it because it's gonna be cool, you know. God damn, what's his name? Michael Reed, what's it? Damn, Michael Keaton. Not the one Michael Keaton, but those are badass too. The, I remember at McDonald's you'll get the like the Batman uh, car, the map, the Batmobile, like the Penguin or some shit. Catwoman, man, what a good time, man, I'm telling you, like, back then, I, maybe it's because we didn't have cell phones, we weren't showing it off to, to, to people on the internet, we were there, present, we were present at the moment, we were there, we, we, we lived for this shit, you know what I mean, we waited months for this shit. Nowadays, I find myself at having a moment, like, even when I was in Hawaii, and I'll be recording it to save it for later, and not enjoying the moment, not enjoying, and then watching it later doesn't feel the same as being there, you know what I mean? So it's like, I, I, I even had to put my phone down and be like, okay, dude, just enjoy the fucking moment can't record everything you can't take every moment like enjoy the moment now and, and you know you take a photo later man you take a video later but as a kid we didn't you know we just lived for that moment it was we weren't trying to flex to anybody we weren't the only flex you did is when you went to school like I said, my dad only really spent money on movies, movie theater, any movie equipment for the house. I remember when I first saw a DVD player, I was like, holy shit, dad, you're a millionaire. And then he's like, put this DVD in to watch this movie. I think it was Glory, one of his favorite movies with uh, Denzel Washington. A good fucking movie. But I remember he told me to take the DVD out the box and I was so scared because you know I was kind of pressed on art 
in the center and he had to push the center and then and I was like, nah, man. He's like, it's okay. You could do it. Just don't break it. He's like, if you break it, you know, like he would just like kind of make me feel insecure. And I'm like, nah, man. And I'll just start crying and shit. He'll do it. He'll be like, all right, then. I'm like, bro, why don't you just give me some confidence and show me how to do it? Anyway, um, you know, we were. It was a different time. Different time for everything. I guess you gotta go along. What? Are, or is there any way we can bring back DVDs, like Blu-rays? Is there any way? We, is there anything we can do? Is it gonna come like a, they all have to be sold with a special? Like, so I think in the future, if you want to sell the movie, the DVD probably won't. They're going to stop making them sooner or later. So maybe if you buy an item, like Spider-Man movies coming out, right? Buy the mask, the toy mask. It'll come with the free movie or something. Or, I don't know. You buy a DVD and you get one of his boots, like a spider boot or something. But it'll only be for the hardcore fans. And they probably won't be like nineteen eighty nine. It'll probably be like fifty dollars. You know, they'll come with a a DVD, a CD, the soundtrack, a cassette, a VHS copy, and like a camera roll. They don't even use camera rolls anymore, right? It's all digital. But like you know, like those old school clips of like the camera roll. Like it will, it will have to be something like that where you can watch it on, for the hardcore movie lovers. And one thing I want to do is get an old VHS player and watch old school movies. I mean, like just the the originals. Just put them in there and hear that that shitty soundtrack. Now it's probably it was good back then, but now it's like probably not that good. And then like you always, always hear the voice. Coming home. What did it say? Coming to... Coming home. What did it say? Let me check. Let me look this up. What did it say like... Coming soon to DVD? Or something like that. That's what it would say. Let's go, baby. <laughs> oh, man. The good old days. That's when you know you're going to watch a good fucking movie. That reminds me of my childhood. Getting some fucking popcorn. Getting some snacks and, like, just sitting down with my dad and just... He'll turn all the lights off and we'll watch a movie. And I'll be scared that the devil was going to come kill me. <laughs> Because my mom. Alright, guys. I'll stop talking. Have a good one, man. Bye, y'all.